Hello, and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White, filling in for David Kern, and today is Thursday, February 11th, and it is just a few short days until Valentine's Day, the great celebration of love. And I'm sure you all are planning your dates or lamenting the fact that you have no date or, you know, like me, working on your kids' Valentine's Day cards for their classes and all that kind of thing. But it is a big day in American culture, uh, for good or for ill, and And of course, today I'm going to read for you a love poem, Uh, and it happens to be my favorite love poem in the whole world of all time, and it is by the American poet E.E. Cummings. Cummings was born in 1894, and he lived until 1962 when he died at the age of 67. He was a wildly popular, extremely influential, and also very prolific poet. He wrote approximately 2,900 poems. He also wrote two autobiographical novels, four plays, many essays. Uh, He is regarded as one of the most important American poets of the 20th century. Uh, And he is known for his free verse style, his modernist free form poetry. He's very experimental with vocabulary, punctuation, um, capitalization, all that kind of thing. Um, And we don't read a lot of him on the daily poem. Uh, In spite of his influence, he's actually really hard to read out loud because he is such an experimental poet. Um, And also we like formalist poetry, although we also read plenty of free form too. Uh, But today I'm going to read uh, E.E. Cummings because he wrote my favorite love poem of all time. Uh, So here it is. It is called Somewhere I Have Never Traveled Gladly Beyond. And this is how it goes. Somewhere I have never traveled gladly beyond any experience. Your eyes have their silence. In your most frail gesture are things which enclose me or which I cannot touch because they are too near. Your slightest look easily will unclose me, though I have closed myself as fingers. You open always, petal by petal, myself as spring opens, touching skillfully, mysteriously, her first rose. Or if your wish be to close me, I in my life will shut very beautifully, suddenly, as when the heart of this flower imagines the snow carefully everywhere descending. Nothing which we are to perceive in this world equals the power of your intense fragility, whose texture compels me with the color of its countries, rendering death and forever with each breathing. I do not know what it is about you that closes and opens, Only something in me understands the voice of your eyes is deeper than all roses. Nobody, not even the rain, has such small hands. So this is one of Cummings' easier poems to read and to enter into. Uh, The central image of the poem is that of a flower, a rose, opening and closing in response to the lover. Uh, And there's something about this poem that that just manifests, it it echoes and it invites this understanding of love as a very deep vulnerability and intimacy uh, and and a response to the lover. Uh, As the lover needs the rose to be, so the lover then responds to the rose. And then in that, there is this uh, 
uh, this unity, as well as this very intense selfhood of each of them. A rose is its own thing. It is in itself complete, uh, and yet it responds and is vulnerable and intimate with the lover. And the lover in the poem, as you can tell from from my reading, is not a fellow rose. It is a a person. Um, it's the lover is compared uh, to the weather, uh, to a snowfall, and then to the rain. Um, this idea of it surrounding. Uh, this rose and inviting a response to the rose and this intimate connection with the rose um, or the self of the beloved. Um, and then it is also clear that the lover has hands and it's that final, that, that final line says, nobody, not even the rain has such small hands. Uh, and so you get this image of a rose being held and cradled by these very gentle hands uh, and that the rose feels safe enough to be itself and to be seen and to be opened and vulnerable and relaxed in the hands of the beloved, um, but also able to enclose itself. Um, so I also see many other uh, images and comparisons within the poem. And that's why sometimes Cummings can be a bit confusing to read because you have snowfall, uh, you have rain, you have countries, you have the lover as having a texture. It's a very sensory poem and you're not sure exactly what or who the lover is, although it's very clear that the poem, excuse me, although it's very clear that the beloved is a rose in the poem or being compared to a rose in the poem. So there's, there's this kind of interplay of imagery and emotion within this poem, uh, all kind of centering around the idea of intimacy, of vulnerability, um, and of, of, of a great and deep and profoundly unique and unified connection between the lovers. Uh, so here it is again, one more time, somewhere I have never traveled gladly beyond. Somewhere I have never traveled, gladly beyond any experience, your eyes have their silence. In your most frail gesture are things which enclose me, or which I cannot touch because they are too near. Your slightest look easily will unclose me, though I have closed myself as fingers. You open always, petal by petal, myself, as spring opens, touching skillfully, mysteriously, her first rose." Or, if your wish be to close me, I and my life will shut very beautifully, suddenly, as when the heart of this flower imagines the snow carefully everywhere descending. Nothing which we are to perceive in this world equals the power of your intense fragility, whose texture compels me with the color of its countries, rendering death and forever with each breathing. I do not know what it is about you that closes and opens, only something in me understands the voice of your eyes is deeper than all roses. Nobody, not even the rain, has such small hands. This has been The Daily Poem, and we'll be back tomorrow with another poem.